Is business just business or is business personal? It's your boy Mason, the host of the Lunch Break Podcast. Let's get it. In honor of Kobe Bryant, each episode will be around 24 minutes. And each guest you can expect to be from different industries and careers. But the main focus is business is business or is business is personal. Let's get into this episode. How are you doing today, Madison? I'm good. How are you? doing good welcome to the show um you know it was a joy you know you and i worked together he was part of the lunch break uh media squad yeah um and now you are doing your music thing um you know so you know as part of the brand though we ask uh you know what do you like to eat for brunch like what what do you if you're gonna go to a brunch spot what, what you gonna eat I'm normally like um, a traditional breakfast type of gal. And I just love breakfast food in general. So um, like eggs, bacon type of thing, uh, mostly because I just want to like if I have sugar in the mornings, I'll like crash. So (laughs) that's really why. Um, But I love everything like brunch. Like I love waffles. I've been really into like acai bowls recently and Mm -hmm. all of that. I try to stay healthy, but every now and then I'll splurge. Mimosas, of course. Absolutely. Got to have a mimosa. Got to have it at brunch. You have to. That was yeah. a big thing. And when I was living in Australia, I went to like four brunches and I was like, like bottomless brunch. So you're just like drinking. What? Yeah. Bottomless? So oh, I've like never experienced huge, that. It's a huge thing there. So you, it's bottomless. Go I got to go there. I, that's this is the way I, I, I've never had bottomless brunch. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's any spots here in Rochester, New York that has that. We'll have to look that up. There's gotta be, be we're in, this, in the city, at least there's gotta be a bottomless brunch. Yeah, New York city. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So for me, like I've said this multiple times, but it just depends on my mood. Yeah. When I go to a brunch spot. Yeah. I'm always going to have a most like you mentioned, but like sometimes I might want French toast and, Mm-hmm. eggs bacon or yeah. sausage or yeah. sometimes i might want the um i love burgers so the burger with the egg over easy on top oh, of it super good you know um phenomenal yeah phenomenal. there's a, a really good place in nashville it's like a southern food place and it's family style so they just bring you out dishes like they continue bringing them out and you pass them around yeah. <laughs> Oh my right. god, that place is amazing. It's like fried chicken, like, oh, it's so good. I was actually supposed to go to Nashville in 2020, May of 2020, but COVID came, so I didn't I didn't go. Yeah. Uh, and that was gonna actually be my first time on an airplane. I've never oh, been on an really? airplane before. Oh my yeah. goodness. I'm an airplane virgin. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you gotta get on an airplane. Um okay, so you and me, we're we're team Starbucks. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? That was one of the things we bonded over. Yeah. Um, so I had I got a question for you just quick, and then we'll jump into the music. That's fine. So I was having a conversation with some some of my friends, right? And we have all kind of discussions. I want your opinion. What is your thoughts on... the? Okay, so if you're not going to have Starbucks, would you rather have Dunkin' Donuts coffee or Tim Hortons coffee? What was the what was the last one? Dunkin' Donuts coffee or Tim Hortons coffee? Um, well, to be honest, neither of those are like big here. Like 
Okay. I feel like okay. Duncan's more of a north, a northern thing. Um, mm. So I am more like even over Starbucks, I normally would go to uh, like mom, mom pop type shop. Like I okay. like going okay. to local businesses. So especially like well, I was in Australia and I'm in Texas now, but there's a place here. It's local. It's called Coffee Waves. So I go there. I'll do work like so I work from home and um, in Nashville, like there's so many locally owned, like family owned coffee shops. So I okay. like to support like small businesses. So okay, like okay, Starbucks, okay. I'll go usually to Starbucks if I'm like running to grab breakfast and I want something healthy and I get like egg bites or something like that. Um, okay okay or if i'm traveling and i'm on the road like there's always a starbucks but i do like it but i just prefer like the local shops i think they're like cute they have character yeah i respect that so you've never had tim horton's coffee no i've never i don't okay okay. heard of it either okay 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 okay. so i don't know what he's talking about (laughs) okay okay yeah 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 because okay well we could we could we could we could squash that because um <laughs> I'm sorry I don't know I just I just have told people for me I just find that Tim Horton's coffee is disgusting to me. Is it it's is it like a gas station coffee? It tastes like gas station coffee. Okay, yeah. I that's mean, what it tastes like to me. Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts I could tolerate. Dunkin' yeah. Donuts is okay. Mm-hmm. But for me, there there are a lot of local spots that I like. I'm like yeah, you. Yeah. I do like supporting the small but like if i'm in the mood for like a chai latte or something specific yeah. like there's certain things that only starbucks is gonna offer me or be able yeah. to, to satisfy if i wanted like a frappuccino like i'd go to starbucks but i normally just drink like the drip coffee anyway so it's kind of cool mm. like it's like local like coffee roasters or yeah. okay okay but yeah kind of bougie answer but <laughs> <laughs> me too sure. this is why we get along <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so with the music right yeah you've been doing doing music for how many years now oh i mean i've been like i started writing songs my i wrote my first song when i literally learned to write so i was like five years old what yeah i started That's writing crazy. songs in kindergarten i started playing guitar um i think in seventh or eighth grade so that would be how old are you in seventh and eighth grade like 12 like so 12, like 12, 13, 12 yeah. years like most of my life okay um, okay I learned to play guitar because I was um like I had stage fright and I didn't want to like stand up and sing alone but I like wanted mm. to be a musician and so I was like I'm gonna have to figure this out and so I taught myself guitar so that I could like hold something <laughs> to be wow that's um, dope that's pretty dope because yeah. like I find that fascinating because you said at five years old is when you like yeah. when you learn how to write, you started writing songs. That's like amazing. Like, yeah, I didn't start writing poetry till I was 12. Same thing with lyrics, lyrics and poetry. I started writing around the same time. Yeah. I never picked up an instrument. I, I wish I would have learned violin. Yeah, violin's beautiful. I know the sound of a violin is just off the chain. Um, so like what? gravitating you towards a guitar would you say okay you was writing lyrics at five yeah you know what I mean and then you gravitated uh, guitar why wasn't it a bass why wasn't it a, a flute yeah like, what made you I do guess, guitar? well like one I guess because like when you see like the singer on stage which I love to sing also 
it's like they're usually have a guitar, you know, like that's just like mm-hmm. what you're used to seeing. So I think it was that, but also I had got a guitar as a gift from one of my family members for like Christmas or something. Like my mom's side of her family, they're like really musical. Um, so it kind of runs in the family. So they gifted me a guitar. I learned it. And then like every year for like four years, every year they would get me a different instrument, but I didn't like, I was like, this is good enough. <laughs> like, <I didn't> <laughs> like it sucks. So I wish I would have learned more because I love now like a piano. It would have been so cool to like piano to be my main instrument because you don't see mm. it a lot. It's beautiful, but yeah. I wanted something I could just carry around and haul with me, I guess. So, I don't know. yeah. So you mentioned that music running. You said your mom's side of the family. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mostly my mom's side. Yeah. 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 So it's similar with me. Like my mom's side of the family is very musical. Like my grandmother, she was trying to be, you know, uh, she had like a little singing group. Um, yeah. Awesome. And my great uncle, he's good with the piano. And he was like a trying to be, he was like, he wasn't, he was like a backup singer and stuff like that. Um, and then my mom was trying to be a rapper. Oh my gosh. And a lot of my, a lot of family members was trying to be a rapper or a singer, yeah. you know, entertainer of some sort. So that's, that's fascinating that like, well, we both yeah. have that in common, like the fact your family, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is there anyone in your family specifically that inspired you or you kind of like, even if it was like, I like their writing style, I like their music style, I like. So I think that in the family, I was, I mean, okay, like, I'm not exactly sure, but I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who writes like my own song, like writes mm. lyrics. Um, my brother wow. does too now. My brother does also, but he's younger than me. So I pioneered it, I'd like to say. <laughs> um, but my, so my mom's dad, he plays the bass and his family. So my great uncle and aunt, my aunt sings and plays piano and guitar. My uncle plays guitar really, really well and probably other instruments too. He actually, my, he, they're my great uncle and aunt. Sorry, this is kind of confusing. It's like my family tree. But um, so growing up, like the family events were Christmas. We would go to my mom's side of the family who we didn't get to see super often. And we would all sit around and like play music. So like once I learned how to play guitar, I would participate and they they play a lot of like older country covers like we're in Texas but they owned a venue when my parents were when my mom was growing up they owned a venue and they were the house band so they played um, most nights and people would come to see them play and then they would have like big acts come on the weekends like I'm pretty sure they had like George Strait and like big country people that were just starting Mm. out back then Um, and they it was like a dance hall because in Texas everyone two steps so um and then my cousin who so my uncle and aunt that I told you were musical they had two sons and one of them owns a guitar shop now or manages it I'm sorry and the other one is in a band and they tour like it's his job it's his career so um there's a lot of music in the family yeah (laughs) yeah that's awesome that's awesome that it runs in a family and you know you had that inspiration and that influence. Mm-hmm. And you said George Strait. <laughs> the only reason I know who that is 
is because Drake said a lyric about him. Like there's oh, a yeah. line. Oh yeah, all my exes some, live in Texas. Like live in Texas, Texas, like on George Strait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he has that. He has a song called "All My Exes Live in Texas" or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's dope that you know that line too. Um, yeah, I love Drake. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so. So for me, because I like how you said you're the only person that write lyrics in your family. I think so. I don't know. Well, to your knowledge. My great grandmother might have. Yeah. I'm not sure. She played piano too. But like at five years old, like. Yeah. So there was, um, I think it's called linguistic. I could be wrong. Like what the skill that you and I have to be able to write our own song, not everybody possessed that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there that don't write their own stuff because that's just not their skill set. Yeah. It's definitely sure. a skill. Um, and for me, to my knowledge, I'm the only one in my family that does poetry. Mm-hmm. Maybe others do, but I don't, I've never heard anybody else read a poem. I've never ever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so there's a parallel there. Yeah. For sure. So now you're working on your album you doing project different things and you've probably i don't know how many songs you've recorded but like when you're writing a song is it okay do you write lyrics without a beat yeah like uh, just, it just it depends so like obviously i so i start out how it is for me i start out usually i either have like words that have been running through my head or I just am in the mood to write. And so I'll pick up my guitar and I'll start playing and then I'll think of the words. So sometimes it starts with the lyrics. Um, sometimes it starts with me just messing around on my instrument. And I do play piano a little bit now. So every now and I can like pluck out all the chords on piano now. I know I have like the general knowledge. Um, so I can sit at the piano and, and mess around as well. But yeah, normally it just depends on which comes first. Like. I like for the lyrics to come in my head and then I write to it, but sometimes it's just easier to start with my guitar and then kind of think about it. But there are definitely times when I am like more inspired to write than others. Like I know a lot of people in Nashville stay grinding and they're like, we write every single day, no matter what. And I'm more like, I do write every single week, but it's more like when inspiration strikes. And right now, since we're recording the album, that's not my priority, like writing at the moment. But I just was in quarantine for a year and I was all I was doing. (laughs) So that was like it. That was all there was to do. I couldn't play live. I couldn't like record. So writing became my main thing. I was like working on learning piano while I was abroad in Australia, locked down. And so I thought was mainly what I focused on was writing and picking up piano a little bit. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I ask that because like, I know how I write. And I think there's a, I forgot the name of the documentary. It's called Sing Something. Um, but the first episode is Alicia Keys and she explained how she writes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like for me, I know when I write, I like for me, I could write what I'd be, mm-hmm. right? I, I might, you know, and I come up with lyrics, stuff like that. But for me, it, it's helpful because I'm an emotional writer. Yeah. Like if I have a conversation, let's say you and me have a conversation and 
either the next day, that night, I might be inspired to write a song. And maybe something in that conversation mm-hmm. we had sparked something in me to write. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah. sometimes I might listen to a beat and the beat might provoke romantic feelings. It might provoke, uh, you know, family vibe. I don't know why, but for me, there's something yeah. in my mind that get tri- not triggered, but like influenced to write when I'm listening to music. I could write without it, but I'm more, it's better for me to write to, yeah, to, no. to a beat. I agree. Yeah, definitely. For sure. I think it helps. And I get like, if I go to watch someone play music live, I always like, and if I'm a fan, you know, or if I like what they're doing, I'm always like, okay, I got to get home. Like I got to get home and I got to start like writing because it just like inspires me hearing other people and their art to like want to create more. So I've been missing live shows a lot, (laughs) but yeah. Hopefully yeah, I um honestly I haven't gone to a live show in a while. It's been a minute since I've been to a live show. I miss live shows. Have you ever performed live? Yeah, I mean I'm not doing it because of COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. Can you hear me all right? I could it's like it's like it was cutting in and out a little bit. Delayed. Okay. Hold on, let me, um, while you're doing that, let me, uh, I don't know, I got my window open. I'm going to close it because it sounds yeah. like somebody's uh, playing music outside. One second. Hey. Is it better now? Yeah, a little bit. So you said you did perform live before? Yeah. Um, Nashville's like big thing, right? Well, forever. As long, I mean, as long as I've been there, they like have writers rounds. So there's, since there's so many songwriters in Nashville, they like at all these different places all over town, they have writers rounds and like they'll have three or four writers come and play their own songs and they'll usually they'll take turns like they'll sit in a line and they'll each play a song and then they go through again and play another so they'll usually play like three or four um I was playing those quite a bit before I left not enough still but I I got into that for a little while um and then of course I performed a little bit when I was in high school I did the voice when I was like 16 made the first few rounds um so I performed like doing that sort of thing yeah. And I did choir, <laughs> choir yeah. too. But most recently is all my Nashville stuff um, that I did like before I left. So because of COVID, I haven't performed since like 2019. Okay. I did okay. a live, I did that live show that you watched. Right, yeah, that, that was Liddy. That yeah. was Liddy. You sh- on my Would you do more still? of that? Would you what? do more of that? Because it's like, would you do more of that? Because it's kind of like... Um, I don't know if there's online live performance opportunities out there, but it's yeah. like, that's yeah, missing. I think there is. Yeah, I definitely would do more. I think um, 
Well, rumor has it though that live shows are going to be coming back this summer. I don't know if I would play yet, but in the fall, I think I'm going to get vaccinated soon. So um, as soon as I'm vaccinated, I would love to start playing shows again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't want to, like, <laughs> I obviously like don't want to put anyone at risk. So I'm not going to like, I'll wait and make sure it's safe and everything. But yeah, right. I, I'm itching to play. Everyone is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, now, outside of like, you know, live performances and stuff like that, because like, from like recording music, um, do you do you go to like a recording studio? Do you have like at home recording stuff? Do you do a little bit of both? Like, mm-hmm. how do you go about recording music? Well, right now I'm recording my first album, so I haven't done it before. My brother is studying audio engineering and production, so he will record like demos for me. So the demo essentially is just like, sometimes it's like guitar vocals just to give people an idea um, or like to give it to whoever's producing the song and they can listen to it and they'll hear all the parts and add it. Um, but Derek, my brother, he also will add other instruments sometimes because that's what he's learning. Um, and he's, he can play, my brother can play like every instrument he puts his hands on. So, um, basically what happened is I made some demos and then, um, my friend that is my guitar player and he's also producing the album. Um, he made an album last year. And so we're recording in the recording studio in Nashville that he recorded at also. And um, like a few other people have like Alabama Shakes, Margot Price. They're like a little bit bigger names. Um, so it's really good. I loved it. Like I was I was honestly really nervous because <laughs> I never recorded like in a professional studio. And I was just worried that my vocals were going to sound bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like so easy. The musicians my friend Josh's friends um, play on the album and like, they're incredible. So I'm really stoked. Like we have four started and we'll record four more in May. Um, There will be like, like eight to 12 songs on the album. I haven't decided yet. Um, And then I had like a photo shoot. My friend is a photographer and takes pictures for me. And she's making like a video, like a making of the album. She came in the studio and took video clips and stuff. So like, it's coming together um for sure so that's awesome stoked. yeah when i was younger i used to go to a um, local recording studio to record my music yeah sometimes i would record music from from home because i had the laptop and the, the software yeah. or something like that a lot of people do and then now. yeah and then um the last time i was in a recording studio um, I went a few times because, you know, for me, I would maybe record one, two songs maximum in the day just because, like, my voice gets tired. Yeah. Um, last time was 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my SoundCloud, I think it's like, it's called Work-Life Balance. That was mm-hmm. a project. That was a yeah. project I did. It's called Work-Life Balance, and there's like five, six songs. Um, so when you're in the studio... To be hyper specific, when you are actually in the studio, what do you do to get relaxed? What do you do to get comfortable? 
do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you, like, do you take breaks, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So like we, st- it's different, the process, everyone does it differently, I guess, but we went in, like got everything set up. I was, I'm in a vocal booth. So the rest of the band is in like the main room, the recording room, and I'm behind them in a booth because it has to be isolated so that you only hear my vocals. Um, and the band actually played live and they all their parts were all recorded at the same time which makes it a little bit easier to get it down quicker um so we were able to do all four songs in one day but they're not completely finished yet they're just like we have like the rhythm section down so like the drums bass guitar vocals um and we did vocals and acoustic i played and sang but then um, once we had the full band down, I went over and we redid the acoustic. Well, my friend Josh redid the acoustic and I redid my vocals. Um, so to get relaxed, I was a little nervous at first. As soon as I got into it, I was fine. And that's like how I am with everything. Like I will like stress about stuff. Like I'll get freaked out. Like when I, before I skydived, I thought like, this is it. <laughs> but like once you, once I, am committed and I'm in it it's like okay well here we go like and my nerves kind of my nerves dwindle so I didn't have to do a lot I just drank coffee water just did my thing yeah (laughs) it was so for me yeah so I relate I relate to that a lot because like I do something a little like similar but a little different like when I'm when I'm in the recording studio um I definitely got to get my jitters out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so usually my first take is most likely I'm not going to keep it because yeah. it's like, you I know what I'm saying? First take is always a scratch take. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you and I definitely it. need water nearby because like, you know, you in the zone, it's not a third, you might be a little nervous, mm-hmm. you know, definitely got to like stay hydrated. Uh, and locally, like, she's like a business connection she has the recording studio and she she knows me very well so it's mm-hmm. kind of like she makes me feel at home yeah you know what i'm saying i'm pretty sure if i went to a different recording studio i probably you know wouldn't have the same like confidence so like because she knows my recording style i've been there several times like um it's a process so for you right that might be similar like you have your team you have your squad same people yeah I think when you, you know trust, I mean? like trust everyone working on it, then it makes it easier. It makes it more relaxing, I guess. Yeah. Um, so my instinct, I usually ask people, is business is business or business personal? My instinct is saying to ask you a different question. So okay. when it when it comes to your album you're working on and your project and things, what opportunities are you looking for? So like is your goal to stay independent? Are you wanting like, oh, you want to get signed by a record label type of thing? Mm-hmm. Like what would be your lane of? Yeah. I mean, I've thought a lot about it. Like in college, I studied music business and I was very much like, I'll do it all myself. Like I don't need anybody. And now I have matured and I've realized like it really does take a village. Like, you're not going to make it alone. And if you don't let people help you, like you're not going to be the best because 
like you have to have people challenging you and it's hard like it's tough to see to put my songs which means so much to me that I write about like the most personal things in my life and someone else's hands and like let them add stuff to it but like at the end of the day I want my music to be amazing and I want it to be relatable and that's going to take a team so I'm I'm focused right now I would love to have a manager and a booking agent so because I want to tour like really bad I, I love to travel like you've probably heard me mention multiple places during this 24 minutes and I like love to I'm always flying home or flying random places so traveling and getting to do music would just be like an absolute dream come true so uh, manager and booking agent right now is what I would love if I got signed I would I think I'd try like anything you know I wouldn't sign my life away I'd get a lawyer and have them look over everything because I don't want anyone like owning me but um, if I thought it was like an honest good label that like had my best intentions in mind I would definitely like do it for sure or a publishing deal I'm kind of like though I feel like everything in my life works out very well. Like in everyone, like I feel like things just work out in general if you kind of loosen the reins a little and ride the wave. So that's what I'm trying to do. Like take it one step at a time. I'm putting my work and I think that like it's going to come together. So yeah, that was kind of a long answer. <laughs> no, no, no. That was a beautiful answer. No, no, no. Stanton toes down behind what you're saying. Um, so like that, that's, that's powerful. I respect that. I respect that. That's that's very self-aware. Like, you know what you would and wouldn't do. And, yeah. you know, you and I both are value-based people. So mm-hmm. um, what I will say, though, what I will say, this is a, a suggestion to you or anybody yeah. listening. Um, so there's there's a guy named Tofi Evans. Now, he didn't write it. He's not in the music industry, but he did write a book. Okay. And what he did was he did a quote-unquote self-tour like a self-created tour right self-created book tour and he would go he would go to different cities and do a book signing but he did it all himself yeah i'm gonna be here people come and he's like he didn't even know if anybody would show up now he he lived in australia and i think he came to like new york city and i wanted to go but i couldn't um i had like uh responsibilities and stuff like that so i couldn't make it to, to like dang man, i wish i would have met him yeah. like because i met him over linkedin mm-hmm. i actually won his book like he did like this little giveaway contest thing and i yeah. won so i got a oh. you know i got his book for free that's awesome um but yeah so he did the tour right and the tour was like super successful yeah. um so like for anybody listening like maybe they wrote a book or maybe they are in the music and they're trying to like make something happen with that you know, I could see you after you're done with your album, you know, I don't know how you would do it through like Zoom or like Instagram or whatever, but like, let's say you're like, hey, if you live in, you know, you, it just depends on how you promote it. If you live in the United States, boom, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever. Um, and maybe like the event is free, but they buy your album. Like yeah. Maybe that, maybe the performance of motivate them to buy the album so yeah for sure just an idea just an idea i know things are virtual right now um 
and there's uncertainty. Well, when are we going to do live? We're going to be able to do in person and vaccines, all this stuff. I think create. I think there's a creative opportunity out there. Yeah, because sure. there's we are as people we're we're thirsting for entertainment right now. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah, I think hopefully we'll be back live pretty soon. I'm hopeful. I'm gonna be optimistic about it. <laughs> <laughs> I miss seeing people's faces. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, definitely. I I wouldn't be opposed to like planning my own tour. It's just like right now with everything I have going on. It's your boy, Mason. Thank you for tuning in. If this episode made you think of someone, reach out to them and share this episode with them. And do me a favor, subscribe to the Lunch Break Media Group on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And connect with me. Connect with me on Clubhouse and Instagram. You can find me by typing in Mason underscore the lunch. And if you on LinkedIn, look up Mason Ashad. DM me. Feel free to DM me uh, podcast ideas. If you'd like to be the guest on the podcast, DM me on Instagram, DM me on LinkedIn, or if we're in the same clubhouse room, just shout it out to me if we're on the same stage. All right? Can't wait to hear from you. Or you can text the phone number 585-502-8894.